Welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Okay. Here we are. We're uh, back in we're back. the show. We're here. It's your, it. it's your favorite guys. It's Zach and Griffin. Your, f- your favorite boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we spent some time with our friend Zan dabbling around the ninth world, and now and now we're back. Um, uh, and things are... What? Did, what? Never mind. Sorry. It, okay. I think I'm just okay. No, con- sorry, continue. Didn't mean to interrupt. Are you, are you weary from travel? You I'm a little. From I'm a little travel weary, but it's no. There was. Um, you don't hear that? No. It's probably just the heat Should've, or something. Yeah. Uh, no. The, I mean, the, yeah, we. The, it's been off for like a week, so you. Know. That's true. There's always some clinks and clanks yeah, as yeah. the when, as things kind of get back, back to on. Yeah. Yeah, this weird pet shop of ours that mm-hmm. the temperature already kind of keeps itself up and down. So yeah, I don't that's even true. know why we have heating. But no, I'm there, not but... that travel weary. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little just like creative weary. Um, but okay, Zach, Griffin. Um, uh, oh no! Can we, can we put the shielding up just to be safe? Um, um I mean, yeah. Give me a second. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Oh. Oh. Good. I think we're fine. Okay. So what's happening? Are we? I forgot to tell you. Um, you know when we did that episode about ghosts? Yeah. And so in research of the ghosts, we sort of brought some ghosts to the shop. Yeah. Um, Um. I think that maybe. We, we we took on some some bad juju, um, and now we um are we haunted? We might I think I think the pet shop might be a little. Zach, haunted. are we haunted? I think it's haunted because it's Halloween. Whoa. Welcome everyone to a very special haunted episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Griffin. <laughs> I am Zach. Bleag. Bleak indeed. Um, and since we're haunted, um, we figure we could use this opportunity. Um, and since so many of you will be enjoying the Halloween festivities coming up, or perhaps you already have, in which case I'm sorry um, that we didn't get to you in time. Hopefully uh, you're still with us. Hopefully you're still with us. Uh, we we figured we would, could take this opportunity to uh, go through some classic sort of Halloween-themed creatures and give you a kind of similar to our ghosty episode of the do's and don'ts of encounters with said creatures and how to either maneuver your way around them safely or to just strike up a friendly conversation. Yes. So, um, yes, we got a couple that we've been dealing with here. Um, yeah. Yes, and... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna consult the consult the owner's manual. See if there's anything in there. I think um, one of them is pounding the, at the walls to our recording studio. As we that, speak. that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's get mm-hmm. to it. So, so the first one, 
um, that I think we should talk about. It's sort of a, a classic, um, um, but a, a, the Forgotten Realm sort of twist on it, and that is, of course, um, speaking of the Frankenstein's monster, which is a flesh golem. Yes. Now, wow, we, yeah, it really is, isn't it? The the name has been <laughs> dropped, I believe, in um, our, our um, I mean, not our episode about a party pack. Of no. Of course not. Um, Jazz Jack and Flynn's episode about a party pack. Um, a but wink, but wink, we, I think party we pack. brought up a flesh golem and, and refused to speak of them. I mean, they refused to speak of them. Yes, um, they did. And But now here we are speaking of them. <laughs> because one of them is currently trying to force its way into our recording studio. And then into our rib cages. Anyway. Most likely. Flesh golems. <laughs> they are, as the owner of described. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you caught me mid-sip. <laughs> Got you. A grisly assortment of humanoid body parts stitched and bolted together oh. into a muscled brute imbued with formidable strength. Its brain is capable of simple reason, though its thoughts are no more sophisticated than those of a young child. Huh. Yes. That tracks. They, oh, and, and and just like Frankenstein, the golem's muscle tissue responds to the power of lightning, Wait. invigorating the creature with vitality and strength. Does it seriously call out Frankenstein in the monster manual? Well, I mean, it doesn't say like Frankenstein. Oh, okay. I like, was about that to say, a, like... That was a Zach Robb drawing the parallel between Flesh Golems and Frankenstein's monster. Now I'm with you. I was like, holy shit. How did they get that cleared? <laughs> I, I mean, it, I, th- I think... Like like Frankenstein's part of the public domain, but anyway, mm. um, but they're they can uh, be they can I, be lightning charged. Yeah, we'll see if we can talk to the ghost of Mary Shelley. She'll let us know. Sure. Um, but yes, uh, lightning uh, can give them a, a bit of a boost. Um, mm. And it does say the powerful enchantments protect the golem's skin, deflecting spells and all but the most potent weapons. Oh, yes, man, truly, truly monstrous. Truly monstrous, big, um, and very formidable um, in regards to um, ways you can combat it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so what I would say, um, I mean, if Mary Shelley tells us anything, the classic, I don't know how they feel about fire, but uh, maybe you know they're like from flame. Let's look more. Let's look and see. Let's look. Let's examine the text. It says right here, a version of fire. Hey! This yes. thing really is just Frankenstein's monster, isn't it? I think so. If the golem takes fire damage, it has a disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks at the end of its next turn. Oh. Does not like yeah. fire! Ah, fire! Ah. Oh, man. Yes, they, they do tend to go berserk a bit, um, and so... Are, oh, um, goody. Yes, lose a little bit of control, but... I feel that, that the the strength just kind of gets a little more uh, boosted up. It says yeah. that it, they uh, lurch with a stiff joining gait as if not in complete control of its body. Its dead flesh mm. isn't an ideal container for an elemental spirit, which sometimes howls incoherently to vent its outrage. If the spirit breaks free of its creator's will, the golem goes berserk until calmed or until its shell of flesh is destroyed or completely healed. Ah, so there's like a thing inside of the meat cage. Well, it, most ele- golems are sort of elemental spirits that have been given okay. a material form. Okay. So, yes. So much, much like you know, your 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 clay golem, your you know iron golem, all that. This one's sure. just made of body parts, and then I would assume, um, sort of imbued the same way. Mm-hmm. But just a lot more sketchy looking. Yeah. 
because it's just it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of meat kind of sewn together. Oh man, they also have um, they are immune to any spell or effect that would alter its form. Ah, which is kind of cool. Interesting. So can, yeah. Whoever so made like the it, flesh golem was like really hardcore about like, hey, don't disrupt my work. So yeah. I spent a lot of time on putting all of the right body parts together to make this thing. I don't want some stray wizard or illusionist fucking with my shit. That's pretty nifty. I, I made this I flesh not... golem in my image. And, and, and Clayton... Clayton the flesh golem? Yeah. Clayton is going to tear shit up in my image. And everyone's going to think, whoa, is that Dr. Uh, Buchenstein? And be like, nah, that's Clayton. But it looks like Dr. Buchenstein. Oh man! Oh Clayton slash Doctor Buchenstein. Yeah, Doctor Buchenstein's first name is Clayton too, so it does get a little yes. confusing. Just like See, that's, that, everyone that's thinks that confusing. Frankenstein's monster is called Frankenstein, but and it's not Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. It's just Frankenstein's monster. But it's like who we're we talking about? We're talking about Clayton the monster. We're we talking about Clayton Buchenstein. There we go. No one. Now, no one's really sure. So if you are to, um, you know, we uh, for example really need to get ourselves um, some flame. I think. Very quickly, mm-hmm. um, or um, uh, Clayton out there may uh, be uh, bursting through the wall, and then our chest. That's um, <laughs> I, I don't want my chest bursted into. I don't want it either. So um, maybe we can um, maybe we can rig something up in here using some of like the the wiring. Uh, I think I think that would be a good idea. Cool, cool, cool. I think it'd be a genuinely good idea. But before we go, since we're still I, I, we, we're still in the recording studio, so we do yes. need to, and we still have a podcast to record. Um, so I, we need to kind of like pick up the gear too and kind of run with it. I think. Well, hang on. Before we leave the recording studio, if I were, because I'm I'm curious about like like we are we are but two very handsome mortal men, and uh, Clayton out there is going to tear us to tiny bits and. Someone could make a flesh golem then out of us, theoretically, and it'd be yes. a very handsome flesh golem. But that's beside the point. Um, so, what do we? What, aside from the fire, what do we do? We don't want to use lightning. You do not want to use lightning. Okay. If you have any sort of, ma- they're resistant to most damages that are okay. not um, magical. Can we befriend it? Um, it does. It, it did say that they have. Um, a, a small ability to reason, but mm-hmm. um, that the, it's not m- much more sophisticated than those of a young child. So, I mean, it's Halloween. You're carrying candy, probably. Yeah, maybe we can just give him some candy. Give him some candy. I've got some. I've got some leftover snow caps in my I pocket. I have uh, a couple uh, things of, of Reese's pieces. Okay, and um, maybe. I only just, carry the most obscure candies with me. Yeah, some Werther's Originals. Would you like a bit of honey? No, I would not like a bit of honey. Perhaps a whatchamacallit. No. <laughs> Are you going to ask me if I want a Zagnut next? Is that is that the next one? I was going to go for Razzles, but... I mean, Razzles, I mean, that's not really a Halloween candy, though. I mean, how do you define a Halloween candy, then? Does it have to be chocolatey? I mean, no, because I I don't know how many boxes, like, little boxes of nerds I've smashed in my lifetime. <laughs> like, I would, like, like like take shots with those bad boys as a child. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's a bit of a sidetrack here. I know that we're about sure. to be assailed by a flesh golem, but, like... That's fine. I gotta pack up the mics anyway. Did it, I, I was a... When I trick-or-treated, I was a big, like, I'm gonna just take my pillowcase and, like, yeah. fill that. 
Did anyone else out there just like put their pillowcase into like their backpack and like go to school with it and then just like sneakily like <laughs> munch all day? Because I did all the time. I didn't do that, but there was always... I always remember there being the great candy exchange during yeah. lunch the next day. Oh, that's fair. Of when you... When there's just the, the... There's one table set aside where it's just like kind of a free market where you come in and be like, hey, I've got these 12 boxes of Mike and Ikes that I'm not going to eat, and I'm eyeballing those mini Reese's cups over there. Like, I know, I know you like Mike and Ikes. Let's, let's do an exchange. Um, that was always the thing I looked forward to the most was the great candy exchange. Yeah. Yeah, no, we would, uh, it was big on um, trying to eat candy without uh, alerting the teachers that you have a fucking metric ton of candy in your backpack. <laughs> um, but, uh, so so maybe we can give Clayton some candy. A little uh, bit of candy. Be, be friendly, maybe. Because um, maybe, maybe he's just trying to pound down our door right now because he wants a hug. I mean, m- maybe... But can he dis- dis- uh, differentiate between a, a good hug or and will this be a spine a, a, crushing a, a, hug? of mice and men situation of like <laughs> like crushing the baby bird? Was that was that mice and men? I've been. Forever. I have was no that, idea. I just know that 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 uh, George kills Lenny or whatever because it's sad. You're um, you're speaking outside of my realm of knowledge. I, uh, that, here I am. A Are boy, there mice in that? Is it like um? Uh, what's that board game? Uh, Mice and Mystics? Oh, yeah, is it like that? No, it's nothing like that. Oh, then why why are they talking about mice? It's of mice and men. It's uh, it's a book. I don't fuck. I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of who uh, wrote of mice and men at the moment. That's how <laughs> how cultured I am. Oh boy! Oh, this has been Zach and Griffin's literary corner. <laughs> and by literary corner, you mean the place where we know nothing about literature. Exactly. Exactly. Here we go. Oh That's shit! Just about Shakespeare. Um, doors okay. giving in. Um, okay. Okay. Cool. Can you carry the Can you carry the power supply and the laptop, and I'll carry the yes, mics. Yes. 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 Run. 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 Um, run and run, get run, the candy run, run. ready. And three, two, one. Mike Throw mics. it at him. Okay, go. And go. Go. Bye, Clayton. Okay, so come around the corner here. Um, I think the break room should be open right now. Yeah. Um, I don't. He really latched onto those those banana laffy taffies, which is great because I hate the banana ones. Yeah, they're the, honestly the worst of the laffy. They're the taffies. worst laffy taffies. If you disagree, <laughs> let us know on, at at, um, at Pet Shop uh, Cast on uh, Twitter. Yeah. What's your favorite brand <sighs> uh, flavor of laffy taffy? Mm. Mm. All right, so we made it. We're safe for now. <laughs> I think green apple. Green, ooh, see, I'm, I'm I'm a cherry boy. Like cherry's pretty good. I can. I like I, cherry always... and I like the cherry in most things, like Starburst, yeah. uh, Jolly Ranchers. What's your favorite Starburst? The the cherry ones. Okay, see, I'm strawberry all the way. Yeah, no, yeah, cher- it's cherry Starburst, cherry Jolly Ranchers, cherry Tootsie Pops, cherry Laffy Taffy. Most mm. things that are cherry, I'm gonna eat. And, and as I described a game last night. There is a pomegranate Tootsie Pop, though. It's oh, very, very good. And if you haven't good. tried it at home, folks, you should definitely check that out. Okay. Whew. Okay, so we're safe. Uh, we're safe in the break room. We're safe in the break room. Okay. De- definitely nothing's going to get to us in here. Um, um. Fuck. Oh. Uh, oh, no. Uh, hey, Griff. 
What's that spooky figure coming through the wall? Oh, no! Oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Just don't move. Okay. Sit, sit, sit tight. Okay. Just back away slowly. I think okay. it's a banshee. Um... Uh, if we don't, if we don't really do much, let's just kind of, um, excuse me, ma'am. Hi. Uh, we're just going to record, um, about another 15 minutes of a podcast, uh, in the corner over here and then we'll leave you on your way. Does that sound good? Okay. Okay. It's a slow nod. It's a very slow nod. Okay. But I so, think it's, but it's a nod nonetheless. So, um, this is interesting because we actually neglected to discuss Banshees, uh, during our ghost episode. Um, oh, maybe but, that's why why it's why, why she's here because she's mad maybe. at us. She's just kind of watching. Um, so let's say really nice things about banshees. Um, All right. So so banshees are uh, a type of spirit. Uh, they are um, often uh, uh, woeful sort of or spiteful creatures formed from the spirits of of uh, females or women. Um, they appear as uh, luminous, wispy forms that vaguely recall their mortal features. Their face is often wreathed in a tangle of hair, and a body clad in wispy rags that flutter and, and stream about it. It does say in the owner's manual that uh, banshees are often uh, spirits of female elves, but I think that kind of depends on your verse, as it were. Uh, banshees are the undead remnants of uh, females who, blessed with great beauty, failed to use their gift to bring joy to the world. Instead, they use their beauty to corrupt and control others. Individuals afflicted by a banshee's curse uh, experience no gladness, feeling only distress in the presence of the living. So maybe we should leave now, actually. Um, um, why don't we just... We, we have another, like, you know, 13 minutes. Why don't we just okay. very slowly, while we finish that 13 minutes, just okay. one step at a time out of the I've room. got the mics. You got the okay. laptop? It's going to go very quick, okay. very slowly. Um, as the curse begins to take its toll, their minds and bodies decay until uh, death completes their transformation into undead monsters. Oh. Uh, so very, yeah. very pretty undead monsters, ma'am. Um, mm -hmm. Very gorgeous, really. Love, just lovely. Just very, very lovely. Um, banshees are uh, forever bound to the place of their demise, unable to venture more than five miles from there. And they are forced to relive every moment of their life with perfect recall, yet always refuse to accept the responsibility uh, for their doom. So they are just kind of always sad, which is I can some something I can relate to uh, as a human being on this earth. But they also uh, are fond of hoarding uh, beautiful things in a, a little bit of irony. The vanity that inspired the Banshee's cursed creation persists into its undeath. Uh, they covet beautiful objects, such as fine jewelry, paintings, statues, and other objects of art. At the same time, they uh, abhor any mirrored surface, for they cannot bear to see the horror of their own existence. A single glimpse of itself is enough to send a banshee into a rage. Alright, so what you're saying is that um, were I trick-or-treating, I would not want to wear any sort of res you know, reflective surfaces... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, in case like you a, come like across a, a banshee, you know, like dressed as an astronaut with a reflective, um, you know, helmet, mm -hmm. or maybe if I decided to be Perseus, um, you know, the the the, the, Greek the mirrored hero shield. with the with the mirrored shield, yeah, or Link from the Legend or, of Zelda yes. games with the mirror shield, or just anyone with a mirror sort of period, 
Yeah, none of that. Um, you know, if maybe you, may, oh. if you're if you have a bald head, maybe don't shine it that day. Or wear a hat. Or wear, yeah, or or just wear a hat. That's probably a simpler solution. Um, um okay. So but uh, um we've covered not letting them um see themselves then. Yes. Um you don't want to be close to them probably as we continue to inch ourselves away. Okay. Uh, they they have a corrupting touch as it were. And um looking at them isn't great either just as they're not fond of looking at themselves. Um you, as as we are right now is indicated by the wet spot on my trousers um very capable of frightening uh mortal creatures mm-hmm. um the, the 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 worst part however um is their uh they can wail not like not like an animal but like a like a ah, like a mm-hmm. wail yeah um a mournful wail as it says that's um people must uh those of a uh, perhaps weaker vitality um, will just kind of fall unconscious. Oh. Mm-hmm. At, at hearing the wail. Otherwise, it just kind of addles your brain a little bit. But um, if they can just be like, ah, and you fall over. That's, that's not great. No, it's not, which is um, why I think we should kind of keep boogieing. Uh, but well, like like most undead creatures, they are um, resistant to many sorts of physical harm and elemental harm. Uh, as well as anything that would try to impede their movements or um, change their form. You know, they can't be frightened, they can't be charmed, can't be petrified. Um, um, they can also move through objects and uh, solid walls and the like, and can also just sense the presence of creatures up to five miles away. Are we just walking out of here in vain? I feel like this isn't going to do us anything. Um, well, once the sun comes up, we should be okay. But um, okay, we should be fine. But and, a little and, by yeah. step by step, we're almost there, buddy. Uh, but yeah, the 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 further we stay away from the banshee, the better. And um, we might need to come up. We might need to do some like Witcher style ritual in order to kind of cleanse the banshee of what is tying it to the shop right now. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe we can um. Hop uh, over there and um, uh, talk to some of the witchers about what to do. Because mm-hmm. frankly, continent. the owner's manual doesn't seem to be telling us too much about um, how to uh, uh, get rid of them. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, they can be like conventionally defeated, but like that's not really our forte. That's not our. Um, that's not our bag. Mm-mm. We're not. We're not uh, fighters. We're we're, we're bards. Go- we're not ghostbusters. We're not. We're not ghost bards. Um, mm. So, uh, I think that we just kind of we, we we tip our hats to Matilda as we as we step away. And, Matilda, I'll see you later. And and break room's all yours. Um, I know that my name is on my lunch in the fridge, but it's all yours. You're welcome to it. Um, there's a bowl of candy on the table if that's your if if you're interested. If you're interested, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and uh, let's get out of here. Three, two, one, go. (laughs) Ah, Fuck this (laughs) shit. (sighs) Okay, we have a haunted shop. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it one bit. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck on on what to do with the Banshee situation, to be completely honest. Okay. Um, This is what I think we should do. 
Okay, hit me with we've, it. We've got a lot of pals in a lot mm-hmm. of weird places. This is true. Do you think Meph might be able to take care of this for us? Maybe. That's, a, that's a big ask. I mean, but also, like, we, we have been drumming up a lot of business for the dude lately. And, I mean, like, I don't want to, like, toot our own horns, but we, we are a bit of an investment. So, this if, is true. if we were to lose this investment, I mean, like... That's that's just devilish to, enough that I think yeah. he'd, he'd be on board with it. To, to lose us to, you know, death. Fair. We are, again, we are would, squishy mortals. But then again, we may end up just... Like, I don't want to, like, speak for you, but, like, who knows mm-hmm. where we're going to end up after, you know, when that big sleep starts. And we may oh, well, become I'm, his unwitting servants anyway. I mean, I'll never die, so... Griffin Cold Iron will never die. I, I'm stuck in this eternal cycle of being reborn as a griffin and then a man and then a griffin again. Hey, you'll be back eventually. Um, yes, so maybe well, we Meth can, can help us with this problem. Let's, and let's then reach out to Meth. Uh, let's reach out to Meth, see what he can do. I mean, he's got to owe us at least one at this point after the whole Demogorgon situation. So. Yeah. We can we can kind of pull some strings there. I think get the, get the at least get the banshee out of here. Um, Clayton, I'm not too worried about. Um, but you know, he we seems, still got like candy seemed to make him docile enough. Yeah, we still got like half a shop to get through before we get to the entrance and can head back to you know groundside Bemidji. Yeah. So, um, I feel like this is just gonna get worse, my man. Um. Well, let's let's. We've got a kind of we've got a second here. We've got a nice little corner we're hunkered down in. Um, let's roll an ad, and we can game plan a little bit. Okay, cool. Um, and we can figure out what the next step is to nice. survive our own uh, fucking shop. All right, sounds good, my man. Okay, uh, play that ad. There are hundreds of dating sites, dating apps, and matchmakers out there, and do you know what they all have in common? A complete lack of respect for the humble goblin. Are goblins just expected to pick up the dregs left behind by the dashing half-elf sweeping away the fairest maidens? Are bugbears just supposed to be the third wheel to their dwarven friends all their lives? Are ogres really deserving of love? No. No. And yes. On Grumble, things are different. Grumble is the premier dating and romance service for goblins and goblin kin. At Grumble, our staff delicately reviews every application to ensure only the deepest connection between you and your future love, or loves. We cater to all genders, colors, and sexualities. Just say the word and we won't stop until you're thoroughly satisfied. Just listen to some of our most satiated clients. Before Grumble, I thought I'd never find anyone for me. Between my busy schedule of murder and pillaging, there was no time to look for love. Now, thanks to Grumble, every day I return to my cave, covered in the blood of my enemies, to the little green love of my life. I don't know how I'd pillage without them. After a hard day of trading stocks and bonds, it was nice to meet up with my newfound hobgoblin biddy for a good old-fashioned bone down. Let me tell you, Grumble got me exactly what I needed. 
Someone to share my hyper-aggressive sexual tendencies with. Price, no problem. Discretion, don't worry about it. Satisfaction, guaranteed. Big thumbs up to Grumble. Me and my bugbear partner were looking for someone open-minded to add to our relationship, but goblins aren't really well-known for being that flexible. However, thanks to Grumble, they curated several candidates for us to look over, and we welcomed Brizgax to our home and our hearts. Couldn't have done it without the hardworking folks at Grumble. Thanks, Grumble! Sign up for Grumble today with 25% off your first month using the promo code PETSHOP and start looking for the goblin of your dreams. Grumble. Get busy. Okay, my friends. Um, so we're back. Uh, thanks again for Grumble for that fantastic ad. Um, rock. Um, yes, we're we're back, and um, we've we've heard some some I guess grumblings mm-hmm. um, in the shop around us, and we think we know what's happening, and mm-hmm. we're working on getting through it. Um, yeah. A think. lot of sort of spooky energy has kind of suffused through the ley lines, and it's just kind of creating some some atmospheric uh, changes in the world. Yeah, and really, as yeah. a as a locus of magical energy and uh, kind of conjuration based portals, um, things are just kind of popping up all, all over the place around. Oh, here. day's coming for us. Yeah, it's um, a, it's a, it's a regular Halloween town situation right now. Most definitely. Um and so we've got a whole bunch of where folks that are just sort of stucking around right now. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, this is the whole litany. So yeah. where lycanthropes. Otherwise known as lycanthropes, yes. One of the most ancient and feared of all curses, lycanthropy or lycanthropy can transform the most civilized humanoid into a raving beast. In its natural humanoid form, a creature cursed by lycanthropy appears as its uh, normal self. Over time, however, many lycanthropes acquire features suggestive of their animal form. In that animal form, a lycanthrope resembles a powerful version of a normal animal. On close inspection, its eyes show a faint spark of unnatural intelligence and might glow red in the dark. Mm. (sighs) So among these, I think the most classic... The most recognizable is the werewolf. The werewolf, yes. But to my understanding, there are a variety of different lycanthropes. Yes, there are. The um the the owner's manual here, just to list the the ones they have here: a werebear, a wereboar, a were-rat, a were-tiger, a werewolf. But yeah. also, um, one that's not um, in here, but I have heard about happens in the 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 far flung land of Barovia are the were raven. Um, were ravens. A were raven. Ooh. I've also heard of a jackal were. I don't know if that's a similar thing or not. Jackal wares are a little different. To my little different. Okay. Yeah, those are like demon servants. Oh well, that's okay. It's got the were in it. You know, it's confusing. Yeah. Anyway, were aware. Could my never mind. Um. <laughs> Real good, my man. That was a... Shut up. It was terrible. <laughs> Anyway, um, here we be uh, uh, with a bunch of were creatures mm-hmm. stalking around, yeah. trying to eat us. So it's um, a it's a it's a curse, right? It is a curse. Yes, the curse of lycanthropy, a humanoid creature 
can be afflicted with the curse of lycanthropy after being wounded by a lycanthrope or if one or both of its parents are lycanthropes. Ooh, shit. Yes. Now, a removed curse spell can read an afflicted lycanthrope of the curse, but a natural-born lycanthrope can be freed um, of the curse only with a wish spell. Mm. Yes. That's rough. So if you're born that way... But I, I feel like there would be benefits to being born a, a, that way. Perhaps more control over it. Perhaps. I, you have I, a kind of an innate understanding of it, and you're yes, it's, it's not sort of plagued point. with the whole remembering the other other life kind of thing. Now, I always found this a, a, a bit interesting. It says that a lycanthrope can either resist its curse or embrace it. By resisting the curse, a lycanthrope retains its form. It lives its life as it always has, bearing deep the bestial urges raging inside it. However, when the full moon rises, the curse becomes too strong to resist, transforming mm. the individual into its beast form, or into a horrible hybrid form that combines animal and humanoid traits. And this ah. is where sort of your legends of werewolves you know, stem from. Yes, uh, yes. People who are resisting the lycanthropic curse. Yes. Now, do-do-do-do. When the moon wanes, <laughs> the beast within can be controlled once again. Especially if the curse, uh, cursed creature is unaware of its condition. It might not remember the events of its transformation, um, though those memories often haunt a lycanthrope as bloody dreams. Oh, shit. Yes. Some individuals see little So some points. folks, wait, hang on. So some yeah. folks might not even be aware that they are a lycanthrope until yeah. the full moon happens, and then and that, it's just they have like a crazy blackout dream. Yeah. And then, and then for a while they get like crazy you know, dreams of the shit they did Fuck. while they were a were creature. That sucks. Mm-hmm. It says that, however, some people find little point in fighting the curse and accept what they are. With time and experience, they learn to master their shape-shifting ability and can assume beast form or hybrid form at will. Most lycanthropes that wow. embrace their bestial natures succumb to bloodlust, becoming evil, opportunistic creatures that prey on the weak, though. So, okay. So there's the, some nice. that gain control, but lose mm-hmm. a bit of that humanity along the way. Right. And then some who keep their humanity but then lose control all the time. Yeah, when the, when that full moon comes up. Either way, lycanthropy is a bitch. Yeah, I'll say. Now, here's my question for you. Yes. If you had to choose a, a type of lycanthropy to have, which would you pick? Ah, jeez. I know, right? Between bear, boar, rat, tiger, wolf, and raven? Yeah, where raven. We'll throw that on there, too. Part of me, part of me, immediately latches onto Raven because bird. Yeah, but also, um, I don't know. Werebear sounds kind of fun. Werebear sounds pretty cool. I gotta yeah. say, Were Tiger, yo. Yeah. I'm just looking at the art in the in, in the owner's manual here, the, the Were Tiger just looks real cool. That's true. Just a big tiger dude. Yeah, a, a big old tiger dude. Now, what's in- really interesting to me is that the different sort of um, subsets of lycanthropes mm-hmm. have, by default, different alignments. Yeah. Like, for example, your classic werewolves are, are traditionally chaotic evil, but the werebear is neutral good. Hmm. Um, so maybe, like, like maybe werebear wouldn't actually be all that bad either. Unless yeah, you were a bad guy. That's a weird. That's a weird idea. Ooh. If a if a person who is an uh, if an evil person gets cursed with 
werebear lycanthropy. Do they become a a midnight stalking vigilante when the moon is full? <laughs> Or they just, during, <laughs> when the moon is full, they just transform and they go around picking up litter. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> they throw some, they, they decorate people's homes for their birthdays in the middle of the night. Yeah. The the wear tiger is neutral. Okay. Yes. So I could go kind of either way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, maybe we could uh, throw that up on the, on the Twitter. See what other people are thinking as far as what were creature they'd like to turn into if they had a choice. Yeah. Do you sell a Strahd open? What's a, what's a were raven? Let me go and check that down. As far as like alignment La- and stuff. Yeah, I'm just curious. Ooh, actually, I have it pulled up too. Were ravens lawful good. Lawful good. The kindness of were ravens. Were ravens refer to their tightly knit groups as kindnesses. Well, it's funny because an actual like group of, of ravens is an unkindness of ravens. Yes. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, where interesting. Creatures. Now, if you are say encountering one of the uh, more um, aggressive mm-hmm. versions, I guess the question is, what can you do? Let's look into it, shall we? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, avoiding them on the full moon is probably the best way to go. Yeah, um, if if especially if it's Halloween and a full moon, don't go for it. That's yeah, just you're just kind of doomed. Just um, asking to popular get popular fiction tells us that uh, where creatures are vulnerable to silver. Is that a thing in this sort of verse? I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see. Ah, here it is. Uh, yeah, under damage immunities, it says they are. Uh, imme- where creatures are immune to physical damage from non-magical attacks not made with silvered weapons. Ooh, so it's not that bloody. they have a vulnerability to it, but it's that nothing else will work. Oh, it has to be silver. It has to be silvered or magical. Yikes. That's a, that's a, that's a bit of spooky. That's a spicy meatball. Just a bit? My goodness. Um, so I don't have magic or silver on me, my man. Um, um, so this could prove problematic for us. Um, um, well, there are, did you were our, were the familiars able to scout out a bit? Are there some like were bears and were tigers up in the mix? Because um, well, we could just be like, hey, could you guys like escort us out? I mean, that's fair. Um, let's. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll grab a one second. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Cedar dragon, come here, come here. <laughs> And fly. Cool. Um, yeah, he's gonna go see if he can uh, track some uh, some some nice wear folks down, um, and uh, see if they can uh, take us uh, take us away, if you will. Awesome. What I, want- I think is what I think. What I didn't realize, I think, about a lot of these wear creatures is like, um, so they have their humanoid form. Yeah. And they have the hybrid form that's like yeah. the, the art depicted in the book, mm-hmm. but then they can also just become an the animal. Beast, yes. Yeah. So a, a werewolf big, can just a, a be a bigger version of it. Yeah. Gotcha. So a werewolf can just become a big wolf. A big old wolf, yes. Or it can become this bipedal, wolf-faced, furry, uh, humanoid-looking guy, clawed hybrid man. Yeah. Pretty Neat. much. And so the curse is communicated through their bite, it seems. Bite? Yes. 
Um, That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah, no, it's um, the bite is what it is. Okay. So you got to watch out for that. Got to watch out for that shit. Got to be watched out for that. My goodness. And I imagine that the different sort of forms have sort of different personalities as well. Kind of, kind of indicated a little bit by that alignment difference. But, like, the werewolves are just hunters. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the bears are just kind of like Smokey the Bear style. <laughs> Go cruising around and, uh, and, yeah. and, and trying to help some folks. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my, may I read something? Yeah. Um, looking at werebears here, this is interesting. Um, typically, a werebear passes on its lycanthropy only to chosen companions or apprentices, spending time with that follower, uh, or sorry, spending the time that follows, helping the new lycanthrope to accept the curse in order to control it. It fights with the ferocity of a bear, though even in its best uh, bestial forms, it avoids biting as to not pass on its curse. So werebears are actually kind of cognizant of passing on their curse, whereas maybe some of the others are just, like, trying to spread it so they have, like, buddies to fight with or something. Oh, which, that, which is funny, because, you know, meanwhile, looking at were-tigers, mm-hmm. it says that um, that they don't like to pass on their curse because every new were-tiger means competition for territory and prey. There's that. There's that neutral. There's that yeah. true neutral coming into play. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it seems they're, they're very uh, solitary as well. Yeah, so do the bears. Where boars, on the other hand, it says they infect other creatures indiscriminately, relishing the fact that the more its victims resist the curse, the more savage and bestial they become. Well, that's rude. Yeah. Now, here it says that where the where rats folk are living like clans. Huh. They are often found throughout urban civilization, often dwelling in cellars and catacombs. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. So yeah. the were-rats that are accidentally cursed or break loose from the clan's control are quickly hunted down and killed. Whoa. Yeah, were-rats. So that's vicious. like a very insular community there. Yes. Interesting. They do not let, like, it's either you're in their clan or you're done for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's what's hang? Let's get a were boar or not were boar, were bear to help us out because they seem yeah. like the nicest ones. Yeah, um, werewolves. It says they flee civilized lands not long after becoming infected. Those that reject the curse fear what will happen if they remain among their friends and family. Those that embrace the curse fear discovery and the consequences of their murderous acts. So yeesh. werewolves are. I think werewolves are like the, still the truest form of lycanthropy. Oh, definitely. Um, Whereas the others are just kind of like, well, oops. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, where rats are just like, oh, oops, now I'm dead. Okay. It is really kind of interesting, though, the various almost cultures that these yeah. creatures have. It's it's very, and like how they how they f- treat the curse. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, they, they also, can a... we talk about how just in the art on the owner's manual, the guy in red fighting a werewolf just looks like Gaston? Well, I, I saw a very good post a while ago, and it was like... No one something like Gaston. No one something like Gaston. No one something on two, page two hundred six like Gaston. Excellent. Oh, hey, pseudo dragon's back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. Hey, hey, friend. Uh, we, we good? You got a got a nice bear? I, I don't. I don't speak pseudo dragon. Yeah. Yes. How about one th- for yes and, and two th- th- for no? 
Yes, beautiful. <sighs> but that was the second one. So is that just you reconfirming yes, or was that the second one of no? <laughs> No, 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 you're like, you're let, saying let's no. Follow, let's follow the pseudo dragon. Okay, let's go with the pseudo dragon. That sounds great. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I think we're, we're, we're closing in actually on like the, like Elysium sort of uh, sectors where like the, the unicorns and the Pegasi hang out. Yeah. So should, this is, this is a nice there. way to get around here. Um, hello. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Bear. Um, hello, hello. Oh, my Lord. He's talking very to tall. Yeah. Um, could you? We're trying to get out of here. If that's cool, uh, would you mind showing us the way? Lycanthrops to eat us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you understand. Um, I'm sorry, we only have the two mics, but um, you're a kind friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Um, that's good. All right, cool. Um, so travel around this way, down past the gift shop, and I think we should be oh shit, shit balls. Um. Zach, don't look now. What? But I think I think I think there's there, there's there's that figure standing directly in our way, and I think it's a. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm ninety percent sure it's a vampire. I think. Um, hey, Mr. Boardman, will you please protect us? Yeah. Oh. Um. Just let's we'll, we'll hang back just for a sec. Um, cool. Um. Let me actually crack open. Let's 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 learn a bit more. Uh, <laughs> shall we? Before we throw our throw ourselves against this. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, okay. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, vampires, uh, you know, another traditional sort of uh, Halloween creature. Um, awakened to an endless night, vampires hunger for the life they have lost and sate that hunger by drinking the blood of the living. Blah! Blah! They abhor sunlight uh, for its touch burns them. They never cast shadows or reflections. And any vampire wishing to move unnoticed among the living keeps to the darkness and far from reflective surfaces. Uh, so another sort of so we 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 know their weaknesses already, but unfortunately for us, um, the glass doors are very dirty, and the it is it is like just past midnight. So rut row. Well, I don't know what to do here because we told the the, the folks at home to not wear reflective things. But now I'm thinking you want to wear reflective things because then I don't it's know, like man. you can tell the vampire is a vampire because it's like oh I don't see you in here that's weird okay uh, stick to the uh, heart uh, uh, here's a whole ribeye <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> that's me Zach Rob stupid guy um, no. Um, whether or not a vampire retains any memories from its former life, its emotional attachments wither as once pure feelings become twisted by undeath. Love turns to hungry obsession, while friendship becomes bitter jealousy. In place of emotion, vampires pursue physical symbols of what they crave, so that a vampire seeking love might fixate on a young beauty. A child might become an object of fascination for a vampire obsessed with youth and potential. Others surround themselves with art, books, or sinister items such as torture devices or trophies from creatures they have killed. So they're similarly kind of like banshees. Their emotional states kind of get twisted and corrupted in, in undeath. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Most of a vampire's victims become vampire spawn, ravenous creatures with a vampire's hunger for blood. But of blood... Uh, but under the control of a vampire that created them. If a true vampire allows a spawn to draw blood from its own body, the spawn transforms into a true vampire no longer under its master's control. 
Few vampires are willing to relinquish their control in this manner. Vampire spawn become free-willed when their creator dies. So they've got buddies. Shit. Okay. And so. it says that vampires must remain bound to a coffin, crypt, or grave site where it must rest by day. If a vampire didn't receive a formal burial, it must lie beneath a foot of earth at the place of its transition to undeath. A vampire can move its place of burial by transporting its coffin or a significant amount of grave dirt to another location. Some vampires set up multiple resting places in this way. Excellent. Oh, boy. Oh, man. So we're fucked, I think, is I think the moral so. of the story. What um, can vampires do? Um, many things. They're very durable. Um, they're resistant to a lot of physical abuse, um, as well as any sort of an undeath energies. Okay. Um, they can shape change into uh, the form of a bat or a cloud of mist. Okay. They uh, regenerate. They can climb on difficult surfaces. They can just kind of hit you really hard and then bite you and then attempt to turn you into a vampire spawn. They also have a really sort of innate charm to them. uh, And they can just be like, hey, we're friends now. And there's nothing you can do about it. So that's not great either. So we shouldn't get too close. Okay. Unless we want to be its friends for the rest of our lives. Um, they can also swarm summons, uh, bleh, summon swarms of bats or rats or wolves. I'm sorry, what? Summon swarms of bats or rats or wolves. Bats or rats or wolves. Oh my. Bats or rats or wolves. <laughs> uh, which is also not great. Um, they also are just like unnaturally fast and resistant. So... But they have some flaws. Uh, the a stake to the heart actually is is something valid that we could do. Uh, a piercing weapon made of wood is driven to a vampire's heart while the vampire is incapacitated in its resting place. Oh, the so vampire is paralyzed. Yeah, so we do have to beat it first. Um, okay. It is they have a hypersensitivity to sunlight. Uh, they are harmed by running water. Uh, significantly, it would seem. And then they also can't enter a residence without invitation of one of the occupants. Hey! How did this vampire get in here then? I think it was just kind of poofed in. But... Also, we don't reside here. So, like... I guess. But, you know, like... It, it is a store A that's... bunch of thi- other things reside here. I mean, yeah, but also, like... Like, we have that sign at the front of the shop that says, we are open. Ah, damn it. That is very inviting, isn't it? Which is sort of a poster of, like, hey, you're welcome to come in. Damn it. I know, I know. Stupid fucking loopholes. We're taking that sign down. As soon as we get out of here. But I want to be inviting. (laughs) Yeah, okay, you're right. Um, But then also, I don't want to be dinner. Right. How... We've got a vampire in front of us, and we've got about ten minutes to figure out how to get past it. I mean, so we could grab a mop handle. Ooh, a mop handle, of course. It's so obvious. I mean, you just gotta snap it over your knee, and there you go. There you go, like a regular badass. No, but then, but it has to be incapacitated in his place of rest, and we don't know where that's at. What uh, if it's here? What if huh? it's here? 
I mean, I doubt, I doubt it. I don't or know. Maybe. 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 It did just kind of show up here. Maybe it's always been here. Maybe it's always been here. Maybe it's we really, always been here. We really don't know what we built this pet shop on the remnants of. Oh man, is this is a weird, a weird poltergeist scenario. It might be. So I think, hmm. You know what? Let me. Um, I left my phone back in the, back in the studio, because I was like, we could call Rin. Because oh. she's a vampire, she is. Um, we do. We do have a have a, fr- a, a vampire friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you all know D- D- DJ Widget, otherwise known yeah. as Rin Moran from from yeah. also from the Palimpsest podcast, but also our, our ad reader. Yeah, um, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, she is a she is a, a vampire by day and DJ by night, or I a, guess a vampire by night and a DJ by night. A vampire and a DJ she's by a, night. A vampire DJ at night. <laughs> I think she's just a vampire DJ. She's a vampire DJ, Rin Moran, could, yes. could get could bail us out of this. She could. She could. I mean, because all vampires know each other. I mean, do they, though? I think so. It's a pretty small community, I imagine. Yeah, see, I don't know what the vampire subculture is really like. Um, I don't really know either. Um, yeah. But if there's one thing, if there's one thing I know about that, that subculture, all vampires, I'm pretty sure, know each other. So, okay, so so um, we call Rin. Rin maybe, comes yeah, in. Yeah, let's 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 um Mr. Bear, thank you. Um I think we're going to take it from here. Uh do you have your phone on you? Um yes. Okay. Let's uh let's let's give Rin a call and see if she can't call off um We got to figure out this vampire's name though then. I mean, do do we? I mean, if she, to let her know. Maybe 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 there's like a code phrase we can say. Okay. Um. Um. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. All right. I'll keep watching. Okay. 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 Hey. 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 Hey, cat. Um. So. Um. We have a situation. Um. You know, there's a va- there's a vampire here. Um. Mm-hmm. And since you're, you know, since you're you're a vampire, a Dracula, a, a Dracula. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. I know you're you're busy and you're trying to get your your day sleep so that you can do deep. Oh. Yeah, you know it's during Time the day, zones. and I I know we're not supposed to to bother you during the day, but also, Sorry. um, we don't want to be dinner, um, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of hoping you might be able to help. Okay, yeah, um, okay, rad. Yeah, um, I think I could I could do that. Um, yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I carry one of those on me all the time. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. That'll work. Okay. Um. Th- thanks. Uh. We'll uh. We'll talk to you later. Bye, cat. Okay. Sorry for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She hung up. Okay. Um. Sorry. Uh. So. Um. I've got uh th- this nice um gather uh, a little gaggle of uh, garlic cloves that I just I carry on me at all times for you know, Is that what you that know was? Ob- o- for obvious reasons. Um, I thought that I thought that one of the interns like put a weird thing in the in the ventilation again. No, no, like like a stink bomb. No, it's just coming from my back pocket, bro. Oh, all right. Anyway, um, so I also I, got... I also remembered. Um, perhaps we could just shout "bleeg" as we I mean, go. 
We could do both of those things. So I'm going to okay. spin this above my head and and mm-hmm. and seem um, you know, make myself big like we're, we were facing a bear. And right. um, if you want to bleak behind me, and, I will do um, so. We'll we'll um, go before b- before we okay. So before we go, that um, I don't know if we'll be able to run with the mics and everything. That's fair. This um, is sort wanna, of the the last do wanna, run do, for our life. Yeah. Do you want to sign off first? We, um, yeah, let's perhaps, sign off. perhaps our last sign off of all this, time. This could be the last the last episode of Zach and Groovin's Multiversal Pet Shop. So, uh, from us to you, um, our friends, uh, Happy Halloween! Uh, I've been Zach. I've been Griffin. Thank you all for joining us. And if we don't see you again, please uh, have them. Um, I want I want to make sure that our our plots, our tombstones, are side by side. Yes. And on my tombstone, it says uh, Griffin Cold Iron. Uh, 1993 to 2019, and just remember at the end of the day. And then on mine, it would say Zach Rob 1993 to 2019, um, and say uh, it's all about love, baby. Thank you all for listening to episode 26 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing or leaving us a review on your podcatcher of choice or just, you know, telling a friend. You can follow along with us at Pet Shopcast on Twitter or PetShopCast.com. On that website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Patrick, Everett, and Atan for your support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We also want to thank our vampire friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find her at Rin underscore Moran on Twitter. That's going to be all this week, but we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, stay spooky, have a safe and lovely Halloween, and we'll see you all soon. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.